0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm i feel you are a big good day. To the glory of God, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. November 14, 2021 is another Sunday. Our topic is Praise for God's Eternal Rain. Praise for God's Eternal Rain. That is taken from Revelation chapter 11. Verses 15 to 19. These short verses carry something so significant and powerful for us to learn from today. And I want us to bear in mind that the most powerful weapon or the most powerful means of reaching the Lord, ensuring our continuing relationship with Him, is praise. Even while prayer feels What Mostly, And what would always sustain us and give answers is praise of the Lord. The Lord desires our praise and wants to see us living continuously in the consciousness of this. And when we praise God, one truth is the fact that we are worshipping Him. So how do we go about our worship? What has been our definition of expressing God's awesomeness and majesty in worship? What can you say? What can you describe around that? And what also becomes our attitude towards, you know, the intervention of God in moment when it was obvious that the power of darkness or the evil one had prevailed at some point and then God still make a turn around what is our attitude. So today for God lesson as a focus is bringing to us You need to learn all the privileges that is full, that is so full in the revelation of heavenly worship. And as we also share in all the privileges that John was able to encounter to have a full revelation of heaven, we too will see a need also for us to create our mind on this same picture and all these symbolic images that accompany the praise and worship of God. And as we go on, even here and we'll live our life for the praise and worship of our Maker. I pray that the Lord bless us as we continue in the lesson. In Jesus' name, Amen. Our golden text is taken from Revelation eleven fifteen 15b. It reads The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He will reign forever and ever. Let us pray. Father, we bless your holy name. We acknowledge you for grace and mercy bestowed unto us. We bless you because it is not of our making. It has always been you in control of our life and in control of everything. Thank you for your word that is coming again today. We bless you because you are here and you will bless our life. We ask, O Lord God of heaven, that you will open up our heart to receive from you this very moment in the name of Jesus. Bless us as you will lead us on even from this earth. To your kingdom, for your worship and your reign of expression of your reign that is forever, we bless you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The book of Revelation symbolizes a lot of things, and most especially, it was able to give unto us a figurative uh, and a symbolic expression of what the heavens looks like, the languages of expression. The old signs and communications are all full of spiritual messages for you and I to learn from. And as we continue in the lesson of John's Revelation of Heaven, we too have one more thing to learn. And today it's even a very, very important one. The first part of the lesson says the elders worshipped God. That is taken from Revelation eleven fifteen 15 to 18. Reading first from the last verses of chapter ten. It was clear that there is now in need that many nations, people, nations, and languages and kings, the message of God had to get to them, and it shouldn't be an hidden thing. Everybody have to hear of God's message. It is after now that there was now an instruction again concerning the measuring of the that the temple and um, the altar. Uh, the temple and the altar and of which the cant of people worshipping the Lord was to be made and when we go on further we were able to see that two witnesses were sent actually to proclaim God's messages, uh, message and of which in the process they will be attacked and they will also be defeated and thereafter what we see is that in all of this has it turns to, to happen there was a trumpet sound that came and which was actually blowed by the seventh, uh, which was actually blowed by the seventh angel. And this trumpet was able to eradicate to us uh, a great voice of heaven. And what we see, or what we could say of this great voice of heaven, could be the cherubim. And what we hear them saying is this word that was expressed to us from that verse 15b. Which says the word has now become the kingdom of our Lord and is Christ, and He will reign forever and ever. This is the solid word of God, and this is one thing that we must understand that no matter what it is, of the present situation of the world and of whatever it is of the word right now, some someday and sometime everything will come to an end. Whether we could actually see the reign of God already in the process, even right here and at, of which the Lord reigns. He reigns at the heaven, he reigns upon the earth, and he is, he owns everything. The power in heaven and on earth is given unto him, and his dominion and kingdom is everywhere. But it depends, or let me say, it is all unto us as human, whether we have come to an embrace of this or not. But what we see here is the fact that there was this, uh, of the voice of the cherubims declaring the reign of our Lord Jesus Christ, declaring the lordship of God, and making it obvious, clear that it's going to be a reign forever and ever. So, what it is of this word that some people actually held on to, and make it look like this word will never end, or judgment of the Lord will never come. After this, the twenty-four elders, when they heard this. They bow their face to the ground, and in bowing their face to the ground, they acknowledge God in the following ways. They acknowledge Him for the fact that God is Almighty, the one who is and who was. They acknowledge God also for the fact that He has, he has taken His great power, the great power in control and in authority, and He has begun to rule. That no matter what it is, or what has been ruling, or what is ruling even the world right now, God will take over power, and him alone will be the absolute ruler. That no other power will be able to rule where He is ruling. God has always been an absolute ruler. But in the midst of it, as we see of the world presently, darkness is still ruling. Evil and wickedness is still abiding. But the Lord will take over everything, and nothing like that. We still be in picture reigning alongside the reign of God again. Why they acknowledged God was the heathen's way, and heathen were angry. And God's words has come, you know. Some people, and some of us, as the case may be, had been faced with some tribulation the great tribulation, and in all of it, some actually had been, and even to this time, the moment of agony moment of persecutions and trial for some believer had been so bad. But the Lord who is always watching and who had been waiting is taking over power. And as he's taking over power, even while some of us are hungry and while the earth will be hungry at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he's taking over power, God will never overlook all that has been done wrongly, for he will also bring forth his wrath of anger. Upon the evildoers. And at this point, the time has come to judge the dead, but to reward God's servant, the prophet, the saints, and those who have referenced God. This is another thing. And this is why the the 24 elders were acknowledging God because now is the time. Of then at the point of the revelation is the time in which the heathens and everyone will have to come. Those who have died would have to come before the Lord to receive reward. And those who destroyed the earth shall also be destroyed. It's a question of what is our relationship now with God. Are we moving in this terrestrial world, a world that is not ours, a world that will soon end? And when it's all end and God is taking everything over, what will be the stand of you and her? It is in the understanding of this that praise, worship, and thanksgiving, and the victory over all the powers of evil, That is actually the understanding of this that is making the 24 elders go on in praise of our God. And this is the same consciousness that we also must know that the 24 elders as they could be regarded as companies of believers in heaven or the exalted angels, they lived in praising God and they joined because they understood well the mystery around the power and honor and glory of God. Similarly, when we also had come to this understanding of who God is, which we must come to, we must live our life praising God in thanksgiving for great mighty victory He had made available to us, first even for the salvation of our soul through Christ Jesus, and the reign that is opened up to us even with Him internally. So this should be a reason, or this should be one of those reasons why we will always come before the Lord. Because he reigns internally and is ready to allow the dominion of him over everything. Such a way that his home will never be cast away. The second part of our lesson talks of God's temple opened. Revelation 11 verse 19. That's just the last verse to our lesson. And this singular verse was able to talk of the opening of God's temple. And here in the temple was the ark of the covenant, the ark of God inside the temple. And in the process, something accompanied this that John was able to see in the Revelation. It was the fact that there was this great lightning, eh? there was the thunder crashed and the row. there was earthquake and there was a terrible hailstorm. All of this accompanying the sight of the temple of God. And why all of these were part of it was what we could see of uh, the reference point in Revelation 8 verse 5, that the burning of incense by the angels is actually propelling all of this. Meaning that when we also come in worship before the temple of God, and we do it through the whole of our heart, we experience the wholeness, the ultimate presence of God. And for what we know the covenant box to be, It symbolizes the presence of God. It was a a, a, a bus that the Israelites were able to carry through, as the Lord expected of them in their journey out of Egypt. To the promised land. This is now also to you and I, as an understanding that the Lord expects us that we also, when we come into the place of worship, let's worship the Lord with the whole of us. Let's worship God because of His wholesomeness. Let's worship Him because of His majestic power. He has dominion over all, and the allegiance of, of our understanding of fellowshipping with God should sprag us on and on, and see the Lord's kingdom as the ultimate kingdom to pursue. The holy Messiah to follow is Jesus. In the understanding of this, we'll be able to skate through whatever it is, and the reign of him internally will not be cast away. This is the message of God, and I pray that the Lord will help us to identify with his kingdom. And no matter the pressure around the world right now, making this health or this world and all its pleasure looks nice, favorable, and the best for us to pursue. I pray that the Lord will deliver our hearts away from such, and we will see that there is nothing that the world can offer, but only what the Lord has offered us. And in reference of this, we'll live to reign with him internally. We've come to the end of our lesson. Let us understand that only God reigns internally. And God deserves quality worship. God will surely judge all nations and reward his faithful servant. This is the end of our lesson. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you.